Today, we're going to be talking about the mental war. You see, all men want to be men of action, but action starts in our minds as men. You see, as men, we all have battles going on in our head. Contrary to some people's opinions, men really do have a lot going on in their head. We have powerful minds, and we have to learn how to use them effectively. In order to do that, there are a few key areas that all men deal with that must be focused on. You see, as a man, you can win your mental war, but it won't happen by accident. So let's figure out how on today's show. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. And today we're going to be talking about how action actually starts in our mind. And when I talked about it earlier, we, we're living in a mental war. Every man has mental battles. And this is something George Patton understood. One of his sayings is cowardice is a disease and it must be checked before it becomes epidemic. And I think that's true for us as men. We all have mental battles. And if we aren't careful, we can let them overcome us. And what we've got to do as men is acknowledge the mental war. We've got to say it's really there and not try to hide from it. And then we have to engage it. We have to get involved in in battling that mental war in our own minds. Another saying Patton said was that one continues to learn about war by practicing war. Isn't that the truth? We only get good at something as we practice it. And that's the frustrating part. How many of us took piano lessons when we were kids? And you get to that certain point where you just hate it. So you don't do it again. The few who do continue on and actually learn how to play the piano. And the rest of us just kind of say, well, it just wasn't my thing. But the, the problem was we didn't practice, we didn't try. And so guess what, we didn't get better at it. And a lot of us as men, there's things happening in our brain, we're, we're going through warfare. And we're not getting out in the field and practicing. Maybe we're losing some battles or things are happening. So we just stop. And what we need to do is engage our brains and challenge ourselves to keep growing. No one's going to do it, but you, you see, our minds are like a muscle and we've got to keep using it and forcing it to work and grow. Your brain's natural state is to relax, to not want to do stuff, to save energy. But what you have to do is push that battle, go into that mental war. And for most men, there's three areas of mental warfare that they all struggle with. And those areas are insecurity, weakness, and authenticity. The first area we wanna talk about is insecurity battles. Men are too often driven by insecurity instead of purpose. I was one of those guys for a long time. I was so insecure in everything that I did that it really affected so much of what I did because I wasn't driven by a purpose or a real passion. I was driven by my own insecurities. I had a fear of messing up and all these other things. And all it was was my insecurity kind of showing itself out. And a lot of guys are driven by their own insecurities. They want to prove themselves. They want to show those who doubted them that they can do it. 
Now, let's understand, those can be powerful motivations. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to prove other people wrong as a motivation. But that shouldn't be our main purpose. You see, if you keep that as your purpose, you're going you're gonna to stay in that insecure realm. And eventually, those insecurities will become your boss. They'll rule you. There's a great example in a movie. I don't know if you're into musicals, and you may not be, but this is actually a good one. It's called The Greatest Showman. And it's the story of P.T. Barnum. And he kept trying to prove himself over and over to other people. And what happened was he lost sight of what he already had because it never was enough for him. And so he kept trying to get more and more and more until he almost lost everything. You see, the thing about insecurity is it breeds more insecurity. So no matter what you get, if you're insecure and that purpose is is to fight that insecurity, it'll never go away. You can win the promotion at work and you you did it because you wanted to prove everybody you could. But then as soon as you win it, you start worrying about who's going to try and take it from you. Who's going to try and rob you of it? Or you just go on to the next thing and say, well, maybe I can move up to another place. And there's nothing wrong with moving up and being motivated. But insecurity should not be your purpose. You see, insecurities also keep us from moving in new directions, trying new things. It's kind of that whole thing of middle school. You know, what if people laugh at me? It's not just a middle school fear. Many men out there live in fear of other people. It's that cool kid fear. I don't want the cool kids to laugh at me. I don't want the cool kids to make fun of me. You see, as an adult, you may laugh at that, but are you really motivated by that? See, a lot of men would say they're not really motivated by that, but they kind of change who they are around certain guys. They act a different way. You even see it in famous people. Some famous people, when they get around other famous people, they, they want to be cool. They want to be accepted by them. So they're not acting like themselves. And a lot of us as men, when we get around other people like that, our insecurity kind of comes to the surface and we don't really know how to be ourselves. So we start acting like other people. You may know guys like that. They get around a certain group of people and they change who they are. And you're like, what's going on with you? Well, what's happening is their insecurity has kind of moved up to the surface So it's causing them to change who they are because they're not winning that battle with their own insecurity. For a lot of men, that's why they get so focused on work and doing things. They want to stay busy because then they don't have to think too much about maybe what they're not doing. You see, your insecurities will always be there, but you don't have to let them win the battle. See, when you live on purpose, you're kind of pulling the power away from your insecurities. I'm not saying you don't use them as a motivation and you don't try to overcome them. But living out of your insecurities will just drive you over and over again. And you won't get any rest and you'll never really be able to enjoy what you win. Now, the second area that I think a lot of guys deal with in the mental war is the weakness battle. Every man has weaknesses and struggles. And and when I say every man, I mean every man. Now, some can be serious 
and, and can be a problem and some can be no big deal. You see, if your weakness is chasing women, but you're married, that's a problem. That's a serious problem. And it's going to wreck a lot of things. But if your weakness is that you only wear specific colored socks on specific days, that's really not that big a deal. And the thing we have to do as men is understand this. And too often as men, we get focused on the little weakness and we ignore the big ones. And the reason we do that is the big weaknesses sometimes bring along feelings we don't like. We don't like the shame or the guilt or the regret. So what happens is we ignore that weakness and maybe we focus on the small ones. But those big ones, those are the ones that take us out. Patton understood this when it applied to war. George Patton had this saying, to be a successful soldier, you must know history. And the thing about history is we think about history, we think of, oh, history class. Maybe you did or didn't like history class. I don't know. But I'm talking about your history. You see, when you know your history, that's how you overcome your weakness. And oftentimes we don't look at our own history because we don't like the failure that maybe is back there. And so what happens is if we never go back and look at our own history and the why behind what we did, we'll never learn from it. And if you never learn, you'll always repeat it. And that's what happens to a lot of men. They won't look at their history in the areas they're weak, especially in the big areas. And so they just ignore it. And then out of nowhere, everything blows up. And it's kind of sad to look at. But what we have to do as men is take the time to do something that it's a hard thing to talk about with guys, but it's contemplate. What does the word contemplate means? It means to look at or view with continued attention, to observe or study thoughtfully, to consider thoroughly, to think fully or deeply about. Now, a lot of people don't really look at men and saying that men are contemplators. But if you look throughout history, a lot of men were powerful men. And what that, what that means is you think through your life and your motivations. Because if you don't do this, you're not going to recognize your history. You won't see the direction your weakness is taking you. And that's what happens to a lot of guys. They've gotten so good at ignoring that when everything blows up, it catches them by surprise. And those of us on the outside look at it and say, well, how did they not see that? How did they not know that was happening? Well, the reason is they never took time to really think deeply about their life. They never take time to do that. So they end up living with just regrets. They fill their life with the if onlys, if only I had done this, if only I had done that. And what happens is many of those regrets come from their own lack of contemplation. They never take the time to think about their own life, the why. They're so busy doing that they never think about why. And the truth is every man has weaknesses. So what you need to do is not run away from yours, but figure out number one, what they are, and then why you have them. And you say, well, I'm not sure how to do that. Well, you may need some help. You may need to get some people uh, who can coach you and help you with that. But the truth is a lot of the weaknesses you may not recognize, but some of the other people in your life do. It's like the guy who suddenly recognizes he has an anger problem. I've got an anger problem. Well, his whole family knew that. 
because they learned, you know, oh no, when dad comes home, if he does this, stay away. And the thing is, hiding your weaknesses is something we can be really good at as men. But if you do that, it's going to take all your energy away. Like if you're doing something that maybe you're struggling with, and it's kind of shameful, so you don't want to tell other people, well, it's going to take so much of your energy that you'll never develop in the other areas as a man. And that's why you say, well, my weakness isn't hurting anybody. No, it really is. One, it's hurting you. And it's keeping you from developing to where you can really help others. You see, who you are as a man is really how you overcome your own weakness. And as you do that, you'll develop and you can help other people develop. But if all you do is hide your weakness, you'll never fully develop as the man you could be. third area we're going to look at is authenticity battles. And I'm going to start asking a question, who are you? Whenever I hear the term, who are you? I think of an old song. There's an old song by a group, The Who. And it starts off by asking, who are you? And I would sing it right now, but my singing is terrible, so I'm not going to do that. But when was the last time you asked yourself that question? Who am I? You see, as men, often who we are is based on what we do or what we've achieved. And that's a natural part of us. We are doers. And that's our design. We're designed to do to work to accomplish things. But that's not who you are. That's what you do. You see your who is the real you. It's the you that maybe other people don't see. But maybe the ones you live with. You see a lot of people we work with, or we may do things with we can kind of pretend and we can kind of act a part. And that may or may not be us. And I think that's why a lot of men stay so busy, because they're really struggling to know who they are. And so they're trying to find who they are and all the stuff they do. And so a lot of men, they go from work, they go to projects, they, they game, they party, they, they live in porn, or they do all this stuff. And they do it to hide the fact that they don't really know who they are. And they're actually trying to find themselves in their work, in their project, in the gaming and all the stuff, because they don't really know. So they kind of start playing a part. Well, society says I should be like this, so I'm going to do this. Society says I should do this, so I'm going to do that. But that's not who you are, because you're different. Every man is different from every other man. Every man has individual gifts and abilities. But too many men are playing a part and not really figuring out what their individual gifts and abilities are. They say, well, society says I should be this way, so I'm going to be this way. But is that really who you are? Or are you just playing a part? And a lot of men just fill their life with entertainment. They drive themselves to, to do stuff, to do more. They work harder, they make more money, or they sit and binge watch all weekend, kind of vicariously living through someone else. Or they get really, really, really into sports. And there's nothing wrong with a lot of those things unless you're hiding behind it because it won't work. You see, the authentic us is the person we're left with when all the stuff, all the achievements, all those things are gone. And that's really who you are. If you woke up tomorrow and maybe everything was gone, maybe your business went up, 
maybe all the achievements you had disappeared. Could you get up and keep going? Or would you think what's the use? See, a lot of us as men were all wrapped up in our achievements. And that's why some some men have a hard time giving up the spotlight. Have you ever seen that? Men who, like in sports, hang on an extra year or two. And of course, they're making gobs of money. But, but even then, sometimes they're really doing it not so much for the money, but just for their own identity. See, a lot of guys, their identity is so married with what they do that it's hard to give it up. That's why you see some men who are hugely successful, like like businessmen who make just crazy money. As they maybe step out of the business, they move into philanthropy, which means they're giving their money away, which is noble and great. But a lot of those men are doing it because they're still trying to find themselves. And it's interesting how men who are like that, everybody looks to them but a lot of them are still trying to figure out who they are. So they say, well, I didn't find my answers in business or money. So let me try philanthropy. Let me try giving things away and see if I can really find out who I am. And I don't know if they ever find that. You see, when you don't know who you really are, it's really easy to be led around by other people. When you don't know who you are, you're always looking for that answer outside of yourself. You're trying to find your identity in other things or other people, which is crazy because then you're more easily controlled by others. Now, men say they hate to be controlled, but if they're really trying to figure out who they are, they're easily controlled. It may be controlled by, you know, this, that, or the other, but they're not controlling themselves. You see, a man who's not authentic can't really rest and he can't really be in authentic relationships. He's always playing a part and maybe he's scared. He doesn't really know who he is, so he's just going to keep playing a part. You know, I've talked with men like that who they play a part in their marriage and they wonder why their wife doesn't feel connected to him. Because, hey, I'm doing all the right things. I'm, I'm letting her have her way. I'm, I'm serving her. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But the truth is, you're not really being authentic. And she picks up on it. She may not be able to say that, but that's what it really is. Because as a man, as a man we don't know how to relate if we don't know who we really are. Authenticity is knowing who you really are. Now, it takes work. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I'm not saying there's going to be a map that you're going to find. It takes work, but you're men. You don't run from work. That's what we do. Now, it's one thing about George Patton, and we're talking about Patton this month because he was my interview last week, but Patton understood this. And one of his passions was to get accurate information from the front. He wanted his officers up at the front and not behind the front. He wanted real information. And often Patton would go up to the front himself. He would fly a plane up to the front and he would get shot at and all kinds of stuff because he was obsessed with knowing what was real and not just what was presented to him because he understood how some people would have a tendency to leave details out, especially the details that maybe made them look bad. But he knew he had to know the truth if he was to make the right decision. And in your life, there's a lot of things that you can maybe ignore or you're not comfortable with. So you're not being authentic. And you can only war effectively in your mind when you're honest and real with yourself.
All right, as we close today, I want you to understand that winning starts in your mind. You see, the mental war is where you've got to win first. And for a lot of guys, the big three are we've got to overcome our insecurity. We've got to honestly deal with our weaknesses. And we've got to seek to be authentic, to know who we really are. You see, you have to keep fighting as men. You want to you wanna seek to be your best, which is an internal and an external battle. Now, Patton understood this. One of his sayings says, never stop being ambitious. You have but one life. Live it to the fullest of glory and be willing to pay any price. You see, as men, that, that speaks to us because we don't want to quit or settle. We want to keep pushing ourselves to be the very best we can be. And it all starts in your mind. If you as a man win your mental war, a lot of other things will happen. So I want to challenge you this week to start winning your mental war. Start finding those areas that you can battle. Maybe you need some help. That's fine because the key is that you win. Now, don't miss next week. We're going to be talking about a man's need for movement. We'll see you then. been listening to the confident man podcast click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode you can connect with david on facebook and instagram at david the maxwell find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me that's theconfidentman.me